M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details I couldn't even go home, but I kept my head up high, brother. I knew things were going to change. I knew it. I, I was the only one. I never had no one to hear me. I didn't know one had to see me. But I took those bullets. I took all that. I took everything. Everyone came at me, and I'm still standing. And today is a great day for everybody. Disagreeing. Well, it's been a very intense day. It got done. I think it's a terrific document. They're going to get rid of their nuclear weapons. I'm going to throw a flag on that. I met him. I've spoken with him. I think that he really wants to do a great job for North Korea. I think he wants to denuke. And he wants to do the right thing. Uh-uh. Now, over my lifetime, I've done a lot of deals with a lot of people, and sometimes the people that you most distrust turn out to be the most honorable ones, and the people that you do trust, they are not the honorable ones. So. This has been a very big day in terms of the world. Yeah, even my enemies are calling it historic. Back that up! I think Kanye's already given him legitimacy. Like, for being, I don't think I would be used. You know, and, and at the end of the day, he heard me out. We got the job done. What could he really use me for? Flag. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. And welcome to The, the Final Word! Westwood One presents <laughs> the, final word. The, final, the, final, the final Word with Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. Ah, yes. Oh, it's an exciting time. It's exciting Because every day you wake up and you, there's just, everything's anew. Who am I allied with? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Because you know what? Are we, are, is Japan still our ally? We I don't know. know. Do we care about their security? I'm I not sure. Canada. Canada who? Can we even trust that Justin Trudeau? (laughs) Every day I wake up having absolutely no clue what's going on in the geopolitical system. Mm -hmm. And I cannot tell you how disquieting and that is Mm -hmm. for me. And I think all of you, some really crazy... I have to say it away. There's some crazy shit went down this. I don't understand. Yes. I mean, I understand, and that's what's upsetting. Yes. Well, first, you know, if we're gonna talk about that, you, you let's let's go jump to the G7 then, if you want to talk. You know, because I told you that's sort of how I yeah, wanted to do it, yeah. and then you did it in this order. I did do it in that order, <laughs> but I told you that's what I said. But first of all, we, we we do need to announce that we're filling in for Stephanie Miller all next week. All next week, you can you can go to stephaniemiller.com and then you can figure out how you can listen because we're gonna be on for three hours. 
hours a day, every That's right. day, Monday through Friday, and then the next, the week after that, that far, that Friday. Yes, but don't even try to keep that in your heads right no. now because no. it's just too much. We'll, we'll remind, remind you. you. Ah, jigs. Oh, buy me a we cup. do that all the buy time. Me Did you say buy me a cock at first? No, oh, it sounded like that. <laughs> Well, that's what we said. That's what we said on Mayfield when I was growing up. You know, Jinx, buy me a car. No, I, I know you meant Rooster. See, that's what's really, because she's that old. Oh, somebody did send us an email with a picture I of vegetable carts, that. but it was like in Louisiana or something. And and somebody wrote an email in Chicago. They were talking. Did you see that email? You, you sent yes, it to I me. Said, yes, I sent yes. Yes, about uh, in Chicago that, you know, when they outlawed the vegetable carts in the 60s, right? Then they started to when well, the horse they horse outlawed them? yeah the horse drawn uh, vegetable carts on the streets. Then they started going up and down the alleys, right? And you could get your you could get your shears, uh, you know your sharpened sharpened and what have you, knives sharp block of ice delivered. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Lindsay? <laughs> well, we still but my aunt. Don't I tell remember. me you had a fucking ice box. Do not tell me you had a big. You get a my big grandmother. Block of ice. My grandmother did have. Oh my god! I win. Okay, people. I don't want to hear any more emails from you about she Angela did. Francis is an old. But you know Getting what? Getting ice delivered with that big pick thing yeah, around it. Yeah, and 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 when I was really really little, <laughs> they still got coal delivered down the chute and had to put 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 the coal in the. In the furnace in the morning to, to, to heat up the whole building. Lindsay was Jesus stunned. <laughs> Her mouth is just wide open, like, oh, yeah, yes. because. Yes, okay. they had coal delivered. And you had to shovel the coal. So my mother would send my brothers down to the basement to shovel coal into the furnace. It's so, it's so Brewster Place meets Angela's ashes. I don't know what's going on, but it is old as fuck. But I was really little. That was when I was really, really little. I hope the fuck so. <laughs> I was like two or three. That was before we moved. What, into the century? Yes, before we moved, before we moved on to Avers. Where there was electricity? There was electricity there. There was, there was not gas lighting and coal. You know what? You know, okay, okay, we won't talk about that. But anyway, okay, so G7. Or or as we like to call it, G Wiz, where's the America? Where's the United States? (laughs) Yeah. Um, and this is the reason I why I wanted to start with G the G seven or what I think will be the G Super Six. Yes. Um, rather than the summit to the plummet, um, (laughs) as I'm calling it. Uh, because I believe that you can't see the summit outside the context of the G7. Right. Which, um, because th- these things are inextricably and horrifyingly linked in this way. So Trump goes to the G7 and manages. Acts of fool. First of all, shows up late to everything. Yes. Shows up 18 minutes late to the, the Protecting the, Women conference exactly. or whatever. Which, by the way, I have to say, actually, wouldn't have been safer for women if he just didn't come. Exactly. Like, that would actually be safer. And looking rumpled like he had been out with hookers all night. Okay, people, so many people brought that up. So many people have written, or else I'm like, why didn't, it, this is what happens when you lose whole picks. <laughs> She's not there to iron his clothes. <laughs> and Steve, nobody had any of that downy spray. <laughs> Some wrinkle spray. release. Wrinkle release. <laughs> But I, I feel like everything about his behavior there was to signal, I don't give a fuck about this. It's worse than that. It was fuck you. His, yeah, his you're right, behavior no. was fuck My you. mama made me come to this party. Yeah. Fuck you. you. Um, he did not want to be there. He Mm-mm. had no respect for the enterprise. Um, and since then, uh, you've probably seen, if you haven't, I'm going to try to put it up. I'll put it up on the website. This great picture of mm-hmm. Donald Trump sitting at, at, at this desk, his arms crossed in two-year-old defiance. I mean, everything about his, his is, it just looks like I'm just mad 
mad because I want ice cream. Yeah. And all of the adults, Are which is the rest there. of the G7, Angela Merkel is leaning across this. Like she's clearly trying to explain to him why he has to eat his vegetables before he can have his ice cream. Someone did a great picture where they put him in a poopy diaper. <laughs> And the rest of and then everything is the same, but it's him with like you know dressed as a baby because that is what he is. He looks like he's just sitting in a shitty diaper, just, being yeah. shitty. You know how he then tried to say that he released that photo <laughs> because that's the photo that the, the Germany released right. right with their tweet with Angela Merkel's tweet, and um, in which they were saying that they will not be that they will also put punitive or mm-hmm. or not punitive it's not that is what it is and they have every right to but they will also be imposing tariffs um on the united states yeah. and it's a retaliation for the ridiculous tariffs that trump is proposing or that trump is doing um along with canada and probably everyone else um who we're supposedly allies with but they watching that this is a, it starts before he gets there when or like was it right when he got there where he says russia should be admitted back into the G6 and it should be the G7. Now, he doesn't talk to anybody. It's per usual. Nobody's been prepped on that. Yep. So now you've got all these world... And when I tell you that, as you all, uh, many of you probably are very aware, I have a lot of friends who've worked in government and I'm in the State Department and lots of other departments. So the amount of work and preparations that goes into these meetings is so extensive. They know everything they're going to talk about. They actually theoretically really actually know what everybody's going to even say before they get there. These are scripted and incredibly boring events. One thing you can say, it wasn't boring this year. Mm -mm. G7 got what it was rough. And horrible. So, so that's the first problem. Now, and he says it. It's very clear that Donald Trump is absolutely uh, has no idea of why Russia isn't in the G seven. Right. Why they get kicked out? And frankly, I was reading a great article by Paul Krugman. There's a good argument for they shouldn't have been in it in the first place, right? Because their economy isn't large enough. These are the largest economies in the world. Their economy is co- equivalent to like Brazil or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, these different examples he used, I can find it. But they got the reason that the, that uh, Russia is not in the G seven is because they in Putin invaded Crimea and annexed it, which is took over militarily. Right. right. So that is why they threw him out. Here, here's my problem. We've got. I, when I was watching this entire fiasco go down, I keep asking where is the GOP where oh you ain't heard shit from them I mean not a goddamn thing and let me tell you they this started, was it wasn't in Corker they yes. got Corker and he said something really vague yeah. like it was like well you know you hope things will work out here's my issue what we are watching the president of the United States try to re order that's right our alliances we are we are putting tariffs and and close to what feels making you know uh financial threats to all our allies yep and then trying to restructure which is why we started with the g7 discussion first our alignment with north korea with russia with every with, with saudi arabia get this with every dictatorship out there and because against every alliance, the Western alliance, which has been in effect since World War II, really, you know, before, but World War II is really the cementing of this alliance. And that to be, to say that you, and so you, the reason that, like you were just saying, you start with this. So Trump shows up, says this about Russia, shows up late, goes late to everything, has an attitude problem, and then starts insulting on a very personal level. Yep. Um, world le- First of all, calls all the, world le- all the other leaders by their first, first name. name. Yeah. While talking about how he can't wait to get to see the honorable, amazing Kim Jong-un. Yes. You know, gives him all the respect and dap in the world. But Justin, Angela, that's how he's referring to them, right? Um, And gets in there and 
I just, I can't even get my mind. He refused to endorse the G7 statement, which is a perfunctory sort of move, right? Yeah. They always issue this statement. Everybody signs off on it. It says, we going to work together. And what's important about that is that these are the people who, when 9-11 happened, yep. the, the whole concept here is that we support each other. That's right. So the first people to support us was Canada. Mm-hmm. Step forward, then England, then all everybody, and I don't mean just support like in taking in Americans and in housing, and I mean fought side by side in where we shouldn't have been in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yes, we we, we fight alongside these troops. I, let me throw this out there to you. Let me put a put a little thing out here. So if we realign, if not not we, but if Trump destroys, let's say destroys, let's, if Trump aligns himself, not America, but himself mm-hmm. with China, with Russia, that's America, right, right, with with all of these people. What is to say that if he makes a decision that he wants to hold down the American people and say, I'm going to be a dictator, I'm going to run this country for the rest of, of, of my life. Right. I'm gonna. I have. I've got a certain amount of the population and the government that's willing yeah, to like be China. behind me. What? And I'll tell you what. I'll do what is happening in Syria right now. I will call in all these other governments mm-hmm. to make sure that they support me and keep my the people of this country who would rise up out of this situation down. I mean, that could happen. Well, with, it already is in, in many. I mean, I think that when you look at what also happened this week, the Supreme Court upheld Ohio's this incredibly one of the most restrictive voting um, voting actions, anti-voting actions in the country. Ohio has some of the worst laws, but they uh, it was challenged and went before the Supreme Court that in, uh, it's the way that they purge votes. So in Ohio, they came up with this uh, new rule that if you haven't voted in I don't know, a couple of elections, mm-hmm. they kick you off the rolls and then they and you have to respond to a public notice, which whatever the fuck that means. I saw stories about people who it's a postcard they send, but this is the thing. They don't send it. They send it to whatever address they have. Mm-hmm. So you, if you don't get it, they kick you off the voter roll and they don't even have to tell you any, any yeah, other right. way. So the Supreme Court in a five to four, and I know you can guess who they were, um, decision upheld that. All right. So what you're seeing across the board then. So here's it. And I was wrong. It's not that um, the Russia's economy is the equivalent. It's about the same size as Spain's. And it's actually um, quite a bit smaller than Brazil's economy. Um, and this is what Paul Krugman said about what happened. He called it the debacle in Quebec. Right. Um, or as we know, we have a friend who calls it a debacle. Mm-hmm. Um This is a quote from his piece. Still, there has never been a disaster like the G7 meeting that just took place. It could herald the beginning of a trade war, maybe even the collapse of the Western alliance. At the very least, it will damage America's reputation as a reliable ally for decades to come. Even if Trump eventually departs the scene in disgrace, the fact that someone like him could come to power in the first place Mm -hmm. will always be in the back of everyone's minds. He didn't put America first. Russia first would be a better description. And he didn't demand drastic policy changes from our allies. He demanded that they stop doing bad things they aren't doing. Mm-hmm. The, here's the deal. We don't have a trade imbalance with Canada. He, every time he says that we have a trade deficit with Canada, he is lying. And yep. he knows he is. Yep. He's been told repeatedly it is not true. And the tariffs, do you know how much the tariff actually amounts to? 3% from the European Union. That's nothing. While we're taxing their cars or trucks 25%. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this whole, it's, it's just a lie. Yep. And basically, he went there to, I believe, to offend everyone, to piss everyone off, and to make everybody not want to be aligned with him, went, and to please his true massa, yeah. he, Vladimir Putin. He went to go piss on people's heads. That's exactly right. He walked in there with the goal, one goal only, which is fuck 
you. Then he makes himself sound even stupider to stir mm-hmm. because Justin Trudeau, you know, then after being called, uh, after dealing with all of this and this this ridiculous these tariffs, being told that we're going to tariff you and the U.S. You're, that whole thing that Trump said about you know they're smiling at me, the smile when they smile at me, they know that oh, look you caught us Trump. We've been getting away with these horrible trade deficits for years, and you finally caught us. Like they know, they know I caught them. No, they just don't understand what yeah. you're saying and why yeah. you're here. But so he says Trump finds Justin Trudeau gives a, a press conference as a prime minister would be want to do if, after such a horrible meeting. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, you know, we may be polite, we may be nice, but we're not going to be bossed around. Right. We're going to be taken advantage of. Um, he does not say anything personal on the president. He just says, look, we will impose tariffs also. We're not going to just sit here and take this. This. So then this is what Trump says. I get into Air Force One, the television's on, and I see a news conference being given by Trudeau. Um, and he then he talked about how they won't be bullied. And I said, what's all this about? He didn't do that to my face. What's this about? I actually like Justin. You know, I think he's good. I like him. But he shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. That's going to cost him a lot of money. And he goes on to say that he seemed to think that Justin Trudeau was gave this press conference because he's a coward. Right. And he wasn't aware that there were 20 TVs on Air Force One. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Trump said this. He said he obviously Trudeau doesn't know that there are like 20 TVs on uh, Air Force One. So I watched it like he thought he could just say that. And I was in and he said, I'm not making this up. Trump said he thought Justin Trudeau thought I wouldn't see it because I was on a plane at the time. Right. Motherfucker Delta's got fucking TVs. TVs. I know. Air Force One's got TV. Everybody's got a cell phone. Do you this man is stupid. Yeah. And then you've got uh, trade advisor Peter Navarro coming out and saying there's a special place in hell for Justin for, for, for Justin, Justin Trudeau. And it's like... For what? And then having to apologize for it. Yeah, because when you go meet with Kim Jong-un yeah. tw- less than 24 hours later, a man who's got 100,000 that we know of, and I bet you it's more, 100,000 of his own people in forced labor and rape camps. Yeah. A man who is, by the UN, considered one of the worst, most tyrannical, if not, in fact, I've heard him called the worst dictator on this planet, who killed his own brother yeah. in order to be in power. That you go from Justin Trudeau saying, well, we're not going to be bullied about tariffs to that man but justin's the one who goes to hell and here's my issue <laughs> like what the, the discussion so now let's talk about the summit because here's my thing now everybody is going walking around like well you know you're gonna have to give him some credit for what for, for meeting with kim anybody would have he any be clear kim would have met with any president who would have met with him yes yes any of the kims yes all the ones before him ill all of them <laughs> And, you know, and so I'm sitting here going, but and, and every person, every sane person who has ever worked in policy, worked in government, worked in these positions in the past said, but there, nothing's been agreed to. Kim, you know, I, there's an article right now that says, uh, you know, Trump is Kim's bitch. You yeah, know what I mean? That's the headline. That's the headline. I believe that we are all getting dumber every day that he's in office. And what what's interesting to me is you know when we start looking at this is is that you know we're we had a president go and it was all about the picture yes which by the way usually happens at the end yes you have the handshaking when you've accomplished something but not with this president no this was all all it was was the handshake yes he wants the credit and i don't think he understands that the nobel prize committee is wise to this (laughs) (laughs) and although i have not met them i have a feeling francis tell me if you agree Mm -hmm. they will be aware of this trickery 
the chicanery, if you will, that they will see through it. You know what it's like? It's something that you bring up all the time. This is what this feels like. It is the discussion of, you say, you know, once we were uh, on a show with uh, Spidey, Spencer and Heidi, and um, we were talking to them. If you don't know who you are, they are, you're very lucky. Yes. And uh, and we were talking about the Robert Greene book, uh, 48 Laws of Power. And uh, we, were talk- we were all talking, a bunch of us were talking, and he goes, I have that book. No, this is what ha- I asked him if he'd read it. Right. I said, have you read it? He says, I have it. I have it. Yeah. I went, have you read it? He goes, well, I have it. I go, okay, have you read it? And he didn't answer me. Right. Because somehow having it meant is the, something. It's the equivalent of having the information inside your head. Even So just the ownership of the book means that you own the information and that is exactly that's what that is the equivalence of what is happening with this summit not there's no there's no internal information in this summit there was no you know yep. when you heard people talk about it and dissect the situation that in the past what would have happened is the way this regularly goes is they get together they shake hands, they sign something, and then the rest of the world gets a readout of right. what was agreed upon. Right. But there was no readout. No, there because was there was no nobody release. but translators in the room. So for some reason, the two of the most dishonest world leaders ever mm-hmm. go into a room with only their translators and no note taker right. for what was, I think, not even 15 to 20 minutes. And somehow, and we, we have no idea what happened in that meeting. And in fact... Was it James Clapper who said it? We were talking about before. Yes, James Clapper. Who said that actually the person with the best intel is Dennis Rodman. Yep. The former DNI has said that Dennis Rodman is the person who has the most information on both these people. Because he knows both of these people. Has spoken to him. And was there. And was there. He wasn't in the room at that moment. But you know Kim and him are close. Kim Jong-un and him are close and they talk. This is the thing. There's a tweet for everything. Somebody pulled up this tweet from from Trump from uh, 2014. Dennis Rodman was either drunk or on drugs. And then in parentheses delusional. When he wanted. When he said I wanted to go to North North Korea with him. Glad I fired him on Apprentice. Cut to 2018 when the motherfuckers end <laughs> North Korea with Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I, I mean, that was uh, but the fact that last week I was sincerely thinking, how can we get Kim Kardashian to walk into the White House and talk about prison reform in a broader context, you know, and get to yeah. affect some actual policy? Yeah. And now can we, can somebody call Call Dennis Rodman and ask him what happened at the summit. Yeah. What the fuck? This is so. It is we so are much in worse. the stupid timeline, everybody. We are in the crazy timeline. And I don't know who fucked up at the at the, I don't know what at we the collider. I, don't know I heard that we... there was a weasel okay, that you, got caught in it. You, you and I'm the gonna collider. I'm going to get this, the this theory out there. Okay. I don't know if and it's And fucked the up our timeline. Okay, I don't know if it's the collider. The weasel story, I'm still not sure that that <laughs> happened either. I don't know how a weasel got into the a collider. A weasel got in the collider a couple years back. I just don't know and where you're getting this. And now we got this. broke off from our timeline. Well, I'm going to agree with shit's fucked up. <laughs> I'm going to agree with that. And if that's how you express it. But this is so, listen, after after all these, these, you know, Trump criticizing and tearing apart the Iran deal, saying it was useless and horrible, it was a horrible deal. The Iran deal got rid of 98% of Iran's enriched uranium. Yep. What we didn't get, this thing, you got a statement 
and a handshake picture and a statement from this so-called summit, which basically said um, the U.S. will stop doing military exercises with South Korea. And what did he call them? War games. War games and that they were expensive and useless. They're actually not. They're there, they're there to keep readiness, to show, not just to show, but to actually keep our forces and their forces in a state of readiness. And that that's actually going to be a problem for our other allies like that's Japan. Right. That's right. Um, but he doesn't give a shit about that. So he's like, because he's always thought there shouldn't be troops there. He said that eventually... We're yeah. going to look at getting rid of troops. And, you know, with Trump, eventually it could be tomorrow. That's right. Um, and we he agreed to that. And it wasn't even agreement. I think he just sort of offered it. Mm-hmm. I think they were surprised. My, everything I've read has suggested that the North Korean, uh, uh, they were surprised that that's where he started on mm-hmm. giving up shit. Um, and so what we, you know, the statement really has nothing in it. It just says that they're willing, they want to, they're willing to denuke, which they've said that before, to denuclearize um, North Korea. But what was most res- remarkable about the joint statement was what, by the way, which he, again, he would not do with G7 Trump. He would not sign the joint statement there, but he did with Kim Jong-un. What is most interesting about is what isn't in it. Number one, there's nothing that says that North Korea uh, is going to freeze or has to freeze their plutonium and uranium programs. Two, there's nothing about destroying intercontinental, the ICBMs. Nothing. Nothing about allowing inspectors to return to nuclear sites. Nothing about North Korea making a full declaration of its nuclear program. Nothing about a timetable for any of this to happen. Nothing about verification or how it could happen. And there's not even any clear pledge to permanently halt testing of nuclear weapons or long-range missiles. Yep. Nothing. That's why he is Kim's bitch. It is just. And then you watched Trump say all of these wonderful glowing things Mm -hmm. about this man. And this is the best quote, I I think, for me Um, in this in this uh, piece I read. And I gosh, I I don't remember who it is right now. I have it up here. But he said it was breathtaking to see an American president emerge as a spokesperson for the dictator of North Korea. Yep. There are, if you haven't looked at Trump's comments at his press conference, our, let me tell you something, hmm. they do not like it when he talks long. Even though he hasn't had a press conference I in know, so long. In so long. They're like, every, every article I saw was like this, over an hour, about an hour. It, it was, was an a hour, long 15 hour. minutes. And he kept asking for questions and being all jokey because he just feels like he just won. Yeah. But some of the more um, frightening and ridiculous things he said is, when asked um, about human rights abuses... Right. Uh, Trump said, but they will be doing things. And I think he wants to do things. Yeah. That was his response to, well, Kim Jong-un, did you talk about him? Will he, will he do anything about human rights? Yeah. He will be doing things, whatever the fuck that means. You know what? Um, I, I, not only have has he uh, dest- destroyed. I mean, I think we're at about if I had to put a percentage on it. Right. In terms mm-hmm. of how we are doing with our allies, I would say that we're down to about a 46 percent. I think that's kind of 46 percent i mean that's kind of i mean you know what? i think i think that right now they are sincerely kidding i'm not kidding about saying i do anticipate at some point in the very near future the u.s being invited to leave the g7 mm-hmm. because, you know like that and that i believe that they've now that if i were them they all because this is the thing trump also left early yeah showed up late was insulting and shitty and then left or did everything he could to make it clear he didn't give a fuck about this You're or right. these people um and then went on and called justin trudeau weak and, and a whole bunch of other personally insulting things. So I believe that, that this is more than the attempt at that. And it is that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what I find interesting is the definitely it's like you don't even have to. He doesn't have to insult these people. No, nope. he could. He could continue even what where he wants to be in terms of trade, doing the things he wants to do. He can inv- no, invoke he's the blowing tariffs. these up. Exactly. He's and he's a 
personally insulting these people mm-hmm. to make sure that they're offended to and, and what I find that I find that very very interesting because he wants to make sure we do not have these alliances and I, you know I think uh, I've heard one theorizing mm-hmm. theory about that behavior and I do think this is true too mm-hmm. because I don't believe that he is actually um, as I've said I always say I think that we attribute way too much um, a forethought mm-hmm. malicious or otherwise to this man that I don't think he really has a plan uh, ever and I think that he thinks that being the president that he's the first president that has some real chutzpah oh, that, yeah. that isn't going to take that doesn't he thinks that this is how it, you run a real estate deal right you talk tough you call the you call that guy you dumb fuck I'm not buying that. I'm not paying that money for your week. You're weak. You're weak. Right. You, you insult the other. You trash talk. And at the end of the day, you shake hands and you got a deal. That's not how diplomacy works. Right. That's not how other countries work. And so, but I think that that's a big part of the problem. He but, said that when they were asked about the people in prison that Kim Jong Un's got in prison, he said, "I think they are one of the great winners today. That large group of people that you're talking about. That's a Trump quote. Yep. But you know what? But I'm watching people give him credit." on both sides of the aisle this morning and today uh, for the summit. And literally, I watch, I was I was awake at 4 o'clock this morning and I'm watching Morning Joe and I'm watching well, you had them, to pick the cotton. I did have to pick the cotton. Um, and I'm watching people talk about, well, maybe, this is what I found frightening, the most frightening thing of it all. Maybe the months of him calling uh, Kim Jong-un um, Rocket Man, the Rocket Man, and little talking about and him and little and this and the other. Maybe that was effective and got us to this place. And I'm like, if that is what we're calling successful diplomacy, if that's what we're well, at, diffusing we're at, the the um, international incident that you caused. Yes. <laughs> If, like, that's, if that's like, what we're calling being an American president today, right, I this, is, this is not the country for me. Yeah, I, I pissed this country with nuclear weapons off so much that we were at the brink of war and people were considering whether or not nuclear action was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But this year, I fixed it by allowing them to be an oppressive regime and being cool with it. Yep. That's, a, and, that's a win. And talking about taking away the sanctions and, oh, and, and then, them. These uh, are some of my favorites because I have to say this. Favorite Trump quotes. Um... As an example, they have this is about North Korea. As an example, they have great beaches. You see that whenever mm-hmm. they're exploding their cannons into the ocean, right? I said, boy, look at that view. Wouldn't that make a great condo behind? You know, instead of doing that, you could have the best hotels in the world right there. Um, yeah. I was like, <laughs> when he said that, I was like, it's all about making him money. And he said, look it's, at this from a real estate perspective. Yes. I was like, a real estate perspective? Exactly. You're there, you're sitting with one of the worst. I absolutely was disgusted by it. I, I don't know what I would feel if I was out of Wambier's family, if I was any of the dissidents, anybody who's in those presents, anybody who's family, because this is the thing about this dictator and his family um, before him. Mm-hmm. They don't just put, this is the thing that really makes you where you're, why he gets the special status of worst dictator on the planet. When you hear that somebody's been put into a forced labor camp they don't tell you about the rape no. they don't tell you about any of that kind of stuff it's forced hard labor and you, that sounds bad but we maybe don't understand that right. concept they also take your family yeah so it's not just Francis mm-hmm. it's ever that means Angela gotta go too Damn. that means Lindsay gotta go everybody who knows you yeah goes yeah that is what this regime is Luke should never have been anywhere near that stage and I am sick of people acting like it is okay for him to have had this conversation at all well you know what I found also really interesting is the you know when 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 Otto Wambier came home 
Mm-hmm. And we, you know, and everybody rightfully so talked about, you know, so number one, we were supposed to credit and uh, celebrate Trump for making that happen. Yeah. And what a disgusting regime this is. And then we turn around and he died months, and he died. And we turn around several months later. And now we're supposed to celebrate this regime. Oh, he's a great guy. He's an honorable man. Kim Jong-un, he's fun. He's great. And what we were told was what a horrible president uh, Obama was because he did not affect getting these people out. Some of whom were not. Uh, Exactly. In custody, hadn't been arrested when he was president. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so, but you know, but then it's like, and you know, and he, he didn't make this happen. He didn't make it happen. But now... It's like I'm getting whiplash. Yeah. From what what is our position? I don't know. I know that Dennis Rodman is happy. It brought him to tears. You did. It if did. you haven't seen that little piece of video, I suggest you look it up. Dennis Rodman crying tears of joy. Yes. Over finally being able to bring his two buddies together, Kim Jong Un and Donald Trump. Uh, and here's the thing: I, I, I want to make sure that we say, you know, that there are a lot of also that I feel like the media fell for it yet again. I the Daily, which is a podcast I listen to, it's the New York Times Daily podcast. It's like what you need to know today. They so I tried to listen to it this morning. It's mm-hmm. Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. Day and it was the first half of it was the phone because they always do. I don't know why they do this, but they go through the like radio play mm-hmm. of having Michael Barbara or however you say his name calling the reporter who's in Singapore. Right. So you have to hear the phone ring. You have to hear the front desk bitch. It's so annoying to me because you know I'm impatient. So she's like, "Hello, wait a second. Yeah, I'll get him just a second. You have to hear all that. The phone ring. He answers. You have to, if you hear them go, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Did you sleep? No, not really. I haven't slept. They, they do all that. Then they spend 12, 13 minutes on. Now, this is no, but nothing's happened yet. They haven't had the handshake yet. Pre, pre-calling possible body language. Mm-hmm. For 13 minutes. Like, what if he grabs his hand this way? Right. What if he grabs his hand that way? What if he sits down? Do you think that the, what if, what if they smile? What if they don't? Then the last half of the podcast is after the handshake. And now they discuss what minute he smiled. And now they have the information. Right. And they go through the body language again. And I go, look what y'all just did. Trump told you this is, this meeting wasn't about this. And he, he downplayed. Yes. He downplayed what you should expect out of this from the get He started saying, what was it? A few weeks ago. You know what? I'm just going to get a feel. And then a couple days ago, it was within the first first two what was it two five seconds yes. something like that yeah. people have been saying a minute but i think it was like five seconds yeah he said um i'm gonna get a feel for it this is basically this, this, this is all about, about attitude yeah this isn't we might something might happen something might not happen it's about this is just the first meeting this right. is just to see if we can gel if we've got chemistry you mm-hmm. know they, here you are falling for it all you're doing is discussing whether or not they got along and their chemistry and their body language and you're not talking about the substantive issues or should this even be happening or anything else in the news and in fact they then shove three stories at the end of the fucking podcast and it pissed me off because I'm like this is not news you were just sitting here talking about body language when so many things have happened for example today is the day that the net the FCC's repeal of net neutrality takes effect yep today the rules prohibited internet providers such as AT&T Charter Comcast and Verizon from charging more for certain content and required providers treat all web traffic equally that goes into effect today yep yeah, there are five states holding primaries today that's right you've got Nevada Virginia Maine South Carolina and North Dakota 
thank you. A federal judge is set to rule today yeah. on whether or not AT&T can buy Time Warner for $85 billion. And if that goes through, then Comcast plans to make an all-cash offer for 21st Century Fox. Yep. Then also, Betsy DeVos reinstated a for-profit college accreditor a month after the education department, of which she is the head, uh, issued a report saying the organization failed to meet federal standards. Yes. And then also, let's talk about Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump earning at least, at least $82 million in outside income while serving as Trump's advisors during 2017. And in fact, um, the range is $82 million between $82 million and $222 million. Yeah. Which is weird because when I do my taxes, they don't allow me to do ranges. No. Like, I don't know why we can't get more precise on this figure because ostensibly they had to fire some, file some kind of fucking taxes. But also, you know, you should know that, that portions of this money come from the Trump Hotel in D.C. That, like, literal, that she also, Ivanka also makes money of that. The ethics filing, which they buried in the news Monday night mm-hmm. during, while they were doing the summit, that's when they put this out. The White House the ethics filing disclosed income generated by Ms. Trump. She earned $3.9 million for her stake in the Trump International Hotel in Washington, yep. which opened in 2016 conveniently um and it's it's you know the the disgusting use of us as an atm by this crime family yep. the trump syndicate on top of that on uh, nearly we found out that nearly 1800 immigrant families have been separated at the u.s mexico border from october of 2016 through february of this year Yep. Uh, we also found out that Trump routinely tears up pieces of paper that you're not allowed to tear up. Yep. That they have to keep it. So they've the, got people the, the, the that taping them up, up, taping them up. Can you imagine? Because you know, up. you know, it's not easy to work in the White House. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. even like a, like a, to be like a low level, you know, like intern or whatever, you have to know people. You went to let's say you went to MIT right. or you know Harvard, and you were taping together paper because the president tore it up. Um, and also, of course, it is rumored again that. John Kelly, along with several White House aides, may be quitting. Uh, so all of those things. And then again, we mentioned earlier, SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, upheld uh, Ohio's violently wrong voter purging laws. All that stuff happened, but you didn't hear about it. Right. No, you didn't. And not. in the Mueller investigation, we got, um, what's his name? Manafort and his friend, his uh, man who worked for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, being charged with obstructing justice and basically they've been trying they told you know you saw it they trying to tamper with the witnesses and he may be going to jail I think his court date is later this week yes, right it's yes, like Friday so he yes. may be in jail next week take your toothbrush I'm just saying so all that happened but instead you had people debating the handshake the body language yeah so that is our final word on that mm-hmm. there's more yes there's lots more. There's lots you know what? More. Here's the thing. What one of the things I, we've been talking about is taking better care of yourself. You have during to. this administration. All right. You have to. And one of the things that we have a new sponsor, which I'm real, we are really excited about, and it's called Care of. It is a monthly subscription for vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients, personally tailored to your exact needs. It is. It takes all of the annoyance out of the. You know, if you're like me and you're just, I don't know what to do with vitamins. Because one day somebody says to me, "Oh, girl, you need to be taking vitamin B." Mm-hmm. So I get the vitamin B, and then somebody else goes, "No, no, no, that's not the right vitamin B. You need vitamin this B, and you also got to take it with D." Right. And then the next person goes, "Oh, no, no, girl, you can't take that. You got to have B pollen." Right. And then the next person goes, "Not the B pollen." And I was like, "Y'all, y'all need to get our message." Yes. And I don't have this information. Care of takes care of all of that. Yes. So even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be hard to get all the nutrients 
nutrients your body needs for long-term health. That's right. Your subscription box includes individually wrapped packets with your specific vitamins and supplements for easy grab and go. And I'm holding mine. They have your name on it. It says, hi, Angela. And then the package will have like today's challenge. And like this one was, listen to a new genre of music today, even if it's just for a few minutes. And I did it. I took my vitamins and I listened to a new genre of music and I felt educated and I liked the song. Yes. So the way that this works is Kerov's fun, that has a fun online quiz, okay, that makes it really easy to figure out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. We did it. We went on there. It's a great quiz and it's and it's quick, right? And it's a short quiz that asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices and uses these simple answers to create personalized vitamin packs just for you. They're really, first of all, they're really super cute. Like, mm-hmm. I love reading the challenge everything. And then the other day, that challenge was half of your favorite thing for lunch. Yeah. Which was an, that actually is right in my challenge lane. That particular one, I felt really good about. It also, you receive this 30-day shipment. It comes right to you. You don't have to go out and you know replace multiple vitamins mm-hmm. or know when they've run out, which is always an issue with me. Um, you can modify your subscription at any time, and they have vegan and vegetarian supplement options to match your dietary needs. And you know what was awesome, too? You know sometimes how you can get like a big old horse pill that's right. a vitamin? They, they, ask they you. will ask you. They'll say, you know what? Do you want a smaller, you know, they, they'll break it up for you and right. give you like two pills. They're that's like, do you wonderful. hate taking large pills like they thought of that and then they make these sticks the sticks are amazing right they have this little powder in it and it actually kind of tastes good I'm not gonna lie Um, but you can they tell so I got you got different ones than I did right I I got the ones for helping sleep Mm -hmm. and for um, boosting your immunity like I think like when I go on a plane right you know which ones did you get I got the ones that are called extra batteries and they're caffeine and I they're fantastic it's just that there, it's and it's really it's got your name. It tells you all the guesswork is taken out. You don't have to be like, oh, did I take it? You know, you took it exactly. You know, so we're super excited about it. It's absolutely fun. You've got to go right now and um, check it out. Go to takecareof.com as soon as you can for twenty five percent off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit takecareof.com and enter Frangela. That's right for twenty five percent off your first month of personalized care. And they, the way they do it is like it's care spec slash of vitamins. Visit takecareof.com and enter Frangela. And that's just takecareof.com. Nothing in no slashes or anything in that. Uh, and it's fun. Yeah, it's I mean great. it's so weird. I like I love. I brought all my little packets so I could read. Them and mm-hmm. then they have like you can call them, you can text them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have an issue, you want to or ask them about something, you can text them. They give you the number on the package, it's so cute. It's personalized, do it right now. You, feel, I'm telling you, I'm feeling better already. Well, I just like, I'm not, I was doing this hodgepodge of pills, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they, I, I mean, I was like, oh, you know, I want my skin to be better, I'll try to see, right? You know what I mean, like, right? right. So, it's great to have that done, yes. But now it's time for emails, emails, time to get your emails. Thank you so much, all of you, for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Yes. We can also go to finewordpodcast.com and hit the email button. We do respond to all of our emails. First up, this is from Richard. Thank you for writing, Richard. It says, Frangela! Exclamation point. I had to pause episode 67 and thank you for helping me get my head straight about this SCOTUS ruling. He says, I'm a homo gay who loves to eat cake. Oh my goodness, I love you. I'm a homo gay who loves to eat cake. 
Yes. When I heard about the hate cake ruling, I wasn't sure if I should feel outraged or pissed off or try to understand the deeply held beliefs or whatever, right? He says, I felt defeated, and, and this is in parentheses, shamefully I had thought, well, at least we will know who the haters are. And he says, your righteous anger not only cracked my ass up, but you gave me my power back. Well, that yeah, feels awesome. I cannot tell you how much of a compliment that and That's Thank very you. sweet. This is all kinds of wrongs. They are a bunch of bigoted assholes mm-hmm. destined for the crap pile of history. Rage! The fake Christians and Gorsuck. Thank you. Yes, need to go back to their hate holes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'll be fighting harder for fairness and equality. Equality. Thank you for lifting me up, lovely ladies' hearts. Thank, thank you, you thank you, Richard, and we mean it. Don't let nobody tell you it's a narrow ruling. Yes, because I'm telling you how you, you need to feel about it. I no. can feel about it. How the fuck I want to No, feel it about took it. them all a twenty. You would have thought I don't know the bigots kept such track of this of the Supreme Court ruling calendar, but that within twenty minutes there were no gays loud signs up all over the place. Look, seriously, yeah, it's bad, Lindsay. It's that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next up, this is called expression. That's the, that's the subject line. Yes. Sexy sound, I guess mm-hmm. it is. This is from Roger C. He says, I also use jumping through your asshole as an expression or some variation. It's real. I don't know where I got it from. Roger C. I don't think the way you read it is the way, is the intent by, okay, first of all, it's radio, so they can't see that you are celebrating. I'm celebrating. Frances has got her hands raised out in the air. Like Diana Like Titanic. Ross. Yes. Or Diana Ross, because she used, I don't know if you know this, but she, Frances was in the Supremes. I was. Um, and um, she's one of the first members, and then they were like, you're too old. Um, so, um, I'm sorry, vegetable carts and coal shoots, like you brought it on yourself, I dude. I don't even know what to do with that. But I don't think I don't think that was Rogers' intended read. I think it's more like I also use jumping through your assholes as an expression or some variation. It's real. I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> I think it was more like that. <laughs> okay, I don't think it had your disagree. your torque. It had my torque. It didn't have that English on yes. it that you put. Yes. That's what I think. Now it's time for resistance. So we're gonna give you something actionable to do so you can go out here in this world and make a difference. <laughs> Try to make a difference with these fools, <laughs> and um, this is a cool new group—not new, but new to uh, mm-hmm. to, to the resistance rap. But MomsRising.org, um, they are committed to advancing policy and cultural change that make the world a better place for all moms and families. Uh, their mission is to increase family economic security, to decrease discrimination against women and moms, to fight racism, sexism, xenophobia, mm-hmm. ableism, all that, and to build a nation where businesses, where families can thrive. And they're sort of responsible for the hashtag families belong together because they've been doing a lot of work on the um, immigration and the fight to keep families together and to stop this hateful action of the Trump administration to punish children and families for simply trying to seek asylum, which they have every right to do. So they work in all sorts of areas, workplace justice, uh, healthy kids trying to smell the school prison to prison pipeline, maternal justice, early care and education, the budget, mom's vote, gun safety, and like I said, immigration. So, and also they have the hashtag Keep Marching. It's a network of grassroots leaders that Moms Rising develops and supports. We support each other to grow and strengthen the national movement from a local level. So it's a cool organization and um, you should definitely check them out. MomsRising.org. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. Thank you so much for listening to The The Final Final Word. Word.
We want to remind you you can follow us at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O at all the social medias. And write to us at frangelazero at gmail.com. And please do go to thefinalwordpodcast.com for more information and links to episodes and all of that jazz. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Alternative styles. I think the most important things on here, to be honest, is how to give yourself an orgasm. <laughs> I think that is absolutely I, valid and hey. important. Number 27 on here is how to de-stress. I think that's that really good. refers right back to you. I think they go hand in hand. Because I think it's Alternative styles. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free, free. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.